is this is hello. Hello to you too. Hi, um, what's up? I was talking to everybody else here, but hello oh, to hi, you everybody. too. Um oh hey, didn't see you there. Um and, and if you're in my apartment, please don't make yourself known. I'd rather not see you here. Mm -hmm. Uh that would be upsetting. Um This is Crime Culture. Hi. That that's Haley. Hi. That's me. I'm Caitlin. Mm-hmm. That's and that's you. And yep. I'm me. And we're crime culture. We're we. Collectively, yep. Collectively. We are all crime culture, yes, comrade. And it um, is the last week of Spooktober. I thought you were about to say the last episode of Spooktober, and I was like, no. No. It's Wait. the last week. It's the last week and then and then next Tuesday we have actual Halloween. Yes. So that's when the last episode of Spooktober will be out. And you should join True. our uh, live stream on Twitch. We're going to yeah. watch a spooky movie. Probably probably by the time this episode comes out, we'll have the poll up for what movie we're going to be watching. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. We'll maybe. More we'll information. Yeah. More information to come on Thursday. Maybe. I don't know. We'll figure Stay it out. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, but this episode, we are talking about do you know what we're talking about um i do because i just looked at the schedule the episode yeah i had to look at the schedule to that's the way i save my files uh, when i told you about this episode last week you were upset i was upset because i am fully unfamiliar with this though last night actually hulu suggested the i doc. watch a documentary i don't remember yep. the name of it but then i saw I, I'm pretty sure, at least, that I saw this in the about, and yep. I said to myself, too scary, and I decided to watch not that. <laughs> yeah. So th uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about McKamey Manor. It is uh, okay. a haunted house type attraction. I say haunted house very loosely because it's more of a torture dungeon, um, mm -hmm. but just... This has been on the schedule, and very surprisingly, uh, while I was working on this, uh, the a new documentary came out about this on Hulu. Oh! Which we'll be talking... Uh, there's a couple documentaries that I'm going to reference throughout this episode, but the one that just came out is called Monster Inside America's Most Extreme Haunted House, um, mm. and it is brand new on Hulu. It came out the same day as The Fall of the House of Usher. So I had to watch all of that and watch this oh stock. Oh, my God. Um, I've had to watch so many torture videos while at work this week uh, to get ready for this episode. And uh, I'm done watching the torture videos. I'm watching I'm, the torture while you experience yeah. torture. Yes, while I experience capitalism. Like capitalism. Torture. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're going to jump right in and make Caitlin have a super bummer night while Girl. she's home alone. Little do you know that any night with me is a super bummer. Zing! Zinged yourself. Zinged myself. That is Zinged not a yourself. euphemism. <laughs> Maybe later it'll be. Who knows? Oh no. Night is young. We'll see. Night is young. Uh, so we are talking, like I said, about McKamey Manor. It is an extreme survival horror type haunted house attraction started by former Navy seaman turned wedding singer. <laughs> Navy what? Seaman. Turned what? wedding singer <laughs> russ mckamey i have so many this There's this already be... has so many twists and turns 
so many twists and turns. Uh, so this was started. He started at his house in San Diego. It basically started sometime in the late. 80s early 90s uh the early early history of the manor is largely like uh, still kind of a mystery there's never been like a deep dive into like the very beginning days but um it was definitely not what it is today but this so, is near me yeah well no longer we'll get into that okay okay so it's not near me i don't not have anymore. anything to worry about okay thanks no. so, <laughs> spoiler alert uh, Russ had always been passionate about Halloween. Even when he was in the Navy, he had set up a haunt on uh, the ship, but it was presumably nothing like he does now. It was probably just like a mu- much more simple um, experience. Probably. And in the beginning, the manor was, like I said, a much more simple haunt, one with like kids jumping out for scares, something that's known in the um, home haunt world as a boo haunt. When it's just like you come around a corner, there's a kid in a mask and he scares you. Yeah. Nobody touches you. They just jump out and then you're going through like this maze thing. That's yeah, the like beginning that, days. Like that hot guy on TikTok, Fryboy or whatever his name is. Sure. Are you on Fryboy? You're not on TikTok. I'm not, but, I'm not on but, any of the TikToks. Yeah, but there's only one, Grandma. I'll get it three <laughs> weeks later on Instagram Reels. Um, and I'm like sending a, it to Like you. a normal millennial. <laughs> Uh, so this eventually morphed into the more extreme haunt world and it would take place in partially in Russ's van and a chamber that he created in his backyard. Uh, but a former oh. employee who was, I, I think it's an employee or is another person that, uh, also creates haunts was interviewed in the Hulu documentary. And he said this was never good enough for Russ and he just had to one up himself every year. So, okay. I feel that. Russ describes his creation as a cross between Fear Factor, American Ninja Warrior, and, quote, every haunted house you could think of, end quote. And I'll get into more details of exactly what the McKamey Manor experience is like in a minute. But first, I really wanted to talk about um, what happened as the word got out and the manor itself got bigger. So... Over the years, as things got more and more extreme, instead of taking place just around the spooky season, originally it was just on Halloween, and then Mm -hmm. it was weekends in October, um, but it morphed into Russ running the manor every single weekend throughout the year. Oh my god. That's a lot. Yeah. Instead of just a small chamber in his backyard, the line between the manor and Russ's house became thinner and thinner. Eventually, as you'll see in the documentary Haunters, which I'll talk about all these documentaries um, in detail later on, but there's this mm-hmm. one documentary um, and it like a main focus of this documentary is on McKamey Manor and okay. they show kind of what it was like in the San Diego days and literally... The manor is a sheet of plywood away from Russ's kitchen. Like his wife is is like cleaning dishes in the sink, and he pulls back a curtain from the manor, and he's like, "Yep, yeah, that's uh, that's the inside of the house right there." It's not a huge property, but the way he created the manor is just like it took up everything. It's insane. His so, wife is a fucking saint. Well, ex-wife. Now we'll get into more stuff. Like I that. wonder why. Yeah. So the extreme stuff didn't last for too, too long in San Diego. Uh, that's where it got most popular though. But eventually the IRS filed a lien against Russ's house citing quote, 252,000. No, the house, the house, which is where he was running the manor. Yes. So his manor. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, 
They were citing, quote, $252,000 of unpaid income tax, interest, and penalties for the 2012 tax year. Oh, quote. he was cash and, only. Yeah, that's according to county rec- country records. So um, oh. we'll talk about what the admission to the manor was like. But in addition, according to city code officials uh, and police records, there was a complaint about unpermitted business operating in a residential zone. And code enforcement visited the house because of the room additions and the structures in the backyard. But apparently citations were never issued. And as a person that works in mm-hmm. construction and code enforcement, the images of the outside of this structure are hilarious to me because like in where I work, that would mm-hmm. be cited minute one and it would be forced to be taken down. Like I it's insane this. that he got away with this for so long. I don't know what the code are like in California, let alone like San Diego proper, but like me neither. <laughs> it is hilarious what he got away with. And I, what he continues wonder- to get away with. I wonder if they just like thought it was a dude having a lot of parties at his house. I wonder if they no, because there were people. House. There were people screaming. There were people like begging for their lives. Like, yeah, what yeah. kind of a party do you throw? I don't know. I'm sorry. Clearly, I guess I'm, clearly, you're not throwing any good parties. I'm just so tame. So. <laughs> Russ had originally planned to move the operation to a bigger facility on a farm in San Diego, as seen throughout the documentary Haunters. Okay. Um, it, he worked uh, as a DJ slash wedding singer at like on this farm. They had like they did like big events like weddings and stuff. And there's there's mm-hmm. a part in Haunters where they show him singing at a wedding. He's got a pretty decent voice. Oh, here we go. Like here we go. I was Something surprised. Tells me he's not a good dude. He's not a great so, dude. So like, yeah. So here no. comes here comes the sympathize. Buddy had a great voice. He did have a great voice, but that doesn't uh, excuse <laughs> anything else that happens. Uh, but shortly teasing. shortly before finishing the construction, he was ordered to cease and desist by the county and had to dismantle the entire structure and move everything back to his house. He spent he sunk like half a million dollars into Damn. doing this. Yeah, and they were like, well, you can apply for all these different types of permits. We can't guarantee they'll pass, but you can apply for them, and it's going to cost X amount of more money. And he's like, I was so far in already that it just made more sense to, like, eat the cost and move everything back to the house, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. So Russ attempted to move the experience to Illinois in 2014, but public opposition prevented the relocation. He blamed the YouTube videos of participant experiences, troubles with his new landlady, and the town's location in the Bible Belt for the negative reaction to his planned move. He then tried to move everything to Arizona, but it had pretty much the same result. Finally, in 2017, the operation was moved to Summertown, Tennessee, and this time he had much more room. Not only was he using a large barn on his property, but in my research, I saw what looked like a terrifying warehouse building. I don't know if this is actually part of the actual location or just a fake photo to make things look spookier. Um, I did hear that the proposed Illinois location was going to be in an abandoned warehouse, so maybe they're just using that photo to make it look scary or that's what comes up oh, when i research yeah. it also there's been talk like in a, in some of the um the documentaries and some of the people doing like exposés on youtube um they talk about how he has a second location in alabama 
which is like kind of like a secret that like it would like a, a more extreme experience would happen there so i don't know if this building is that alabama location i don't know but i do know that he was using a very large barn on his property and it no longer needed to be like in his house which great yeah i think I'm sure his point, wife is very happy <laughs> well i think by this point he was already divorced wonder um, why wonder what yeah. it was the tax evasion the haunted house in your home i don't have um she was she was they were together when he was in the haunters documentary they were separated by the time he appeared on dark tourist and throughout oh he the, was on the dark Hulu tourist yes uh i think that's because this mckamey manor has come up in this podcast once or twice and i think the first time was probably when we were talking about dark Taurus. okay um which we have uh, yes a uh, long while ago i don't know which episode um but now we're going to talk about the experience of mckamey manor so i'm sure some people listening know what it is i know at least um some people on our discord were talking about watching the documentary on hulu when it came out so i know mm-hmm. some people are familiar with this place um but it is not a good time and also you raised your hand i i would argue that any haunted house is not a good time but that's just me there's some um, fun i was gonna say our dark tourist review was episode 111 in <gasps> case you wanted it tight hey. so Referred to by critics as a torture chamber, the McKamey Manor website claims that the experience is the, quote, next evolution in interactive survival horror theater. Okay. End quote. Uh, so each experience referred to as a tour throughout the, the Hulu documentary is mm-hmm. tailored to the participants' personal fears and can last up to 10 hours. Up to what? Yes. Uh, I've also heard varying degrees of how long something could last. Uh, I think the longest anyone has ever gone is nine and a half hours. And that was a Marine named Russell J. And that sort that story is a little bit suspect um, because at some point money is going to be involved that if you made it a certain point, like if you made it 10 hours, you would receive a large sum of money. I'll get to that. I don't know if this guy went through when the money was on the table, but I think in the video of this guy going through, Russ was the one that called it off, claiming that the guy was hypothermic and it was unsafe for this person to continue. But the guy was like respond, like he was cognizant. He was like responding to uh, questions that, that people were asking him. So I don't know if Russ pulled the plug because he was afraid somebody was actually going to make it the 10 hours and he'd have to fork over the money. Or if he really believed that this person was in immediate danger. Because in some of the videos, there are people who are in immediate danger that he does nothing about. So. Shit. Yeah. So we'll talk about it. Um, The original really bad tour uh, was titled Desolation. And it's not explicitly offered anymore. Um, Although Russ says if someone really, really wants to do it, they could make it happen. Now the show is called Descent, and it is a shorter, like five or six hours, and several people have completed it. There is no money on the table anymore, so you can't win a prize for completing the McKamey Manor experience. Um, So the experience may involve abductions, assaults, and other terrible things, all of which could lead to a number of injuries, even death. 
every moment of the experience is filmed and that's a huge part of it which we'll talk about in a minute and it's allegedly heavy heavily edited to only show parts online that would not put the operation at risk so he's taking out any points where people are revoking their consent he's taking out a lot of other things allegedly um, according to people that have gone through and have seen their videos on the McKamey Manor uh, YouTube page saying that they removed parts that were um, really dangerous. Shit. We'll talk about it. Um, anyone who wants to participate has to meet a very long list of requirements. They have to sign a lengthy legal waiver. Uh, they have to complete a sports physical. They have to get a doctor's note, pass a background check, show proof of medical insurance, and pass a drug test on the day, as well as go through various video calls um, where Russ vets people. Um, they, you have to be at least 21 years old or between 18 and 20 with parental approval. And you also have to comply with a bunch of rules, which weirdly include no running, no touching props or actors, or AKA like fighting back, and no use of foul language. You're not allowed to curse the entire time, which I'm I out. don't fucking believe at all, <laughs> because the minute you fucking come near me with a, like a giant spider, I'm saying fuck you. I was about to say, what do you want me to say? Like, oh, giggles and bits? Like, what are you expecting? Yeah. What are you expecting me to say? But apparently, the the tour could be called off if you curse. What and are, I was like, what do you want me? To I was say? like, that's hilarious because some people are saying like, God, please get me out of here, get me out of here. I quit, I quit, and he just keeps going along with it. So if I said fuck you, I quit. Would then you cancel everything? Like, sounds good to me. Uh, so each tour begins with a phone call to the local police to tell them that if they get any calls from neighbors about screaming or people running away from the house, that they are false alarms. Uh, during uh. the er <laughs> yes, <laughs> during one of the early shows at the Tennessee location, neighbors alerted the police when a woman in front of Russ's home screamed as what looked like kidnappers dragged her. Uh, <gasps> yes. Authorities responded, but left when the signed waiver proved that the woman had consented to this event. I would... No. Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So, we talked about uh, the price of admission, and incredibly, the price of admission is just... How much, how much do you think it would, uh, it would cost to go through this? How much do I think it should cost, or how much do I think this motherfucker's charging? <laughs> Both. All right. You said 10 hours? Up to, if you could make yeah. it. Nobody ever has, apparently. Yeah. But it's tailored to you. Yeah. He's doing one a, one show a weekend. It's like a, one a, fab, show a week. It's like a fab fit fun box. And but he's got he's got like it's the fucking box from Saw. He's got um, like actors, like people who are like helping okay. to do this. Like okay. the kidnappers, like the people who are doing some of the torturing. I'd say I'd say he's probably that's tough man it's it's I'd say that he probably would charge or I guess I should say with all of that in mind and he's doing one show a week and he has to pay for actors and all of that what year is this um well I mean I guess the height of everything was between probably like 2014 to 2018 was like okay the so popularity. a time when they were like fuck you i'm not paying people enough much less minimum wage yeah uh with that in mind it, he's probably so it sh he should probably charge about a thousand dollars maybe two 
yeah. he's probably charging about ten thousand. Well, I will tell you that the price of admission is four cans or a one forty pound bag of dog food. We're still here. What? Caitlin's just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm so. Or, or a donation to an animal welfare fund. Yeah. Uh, he it, has several greyhounds and he works with a greyhound rescue. So he just asks that you donate the, uh, the dog food. One article you, I found said that he does accept monetary donations, but it's not it mandatory. Is. It's not mandatory. Uh, but like, how is he paying for all of this then? Well... Russ said in Dark Tourist, uh, the Dark Tourist episode that he was on, that he makes $800 a month from his Navy pension, but has no other source of income. Back Mm -hmm. when, yeah, back when Haunters was filmed, which I, this was still when the manor was in San Diego at his house. So this is prior to 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, He was still working at that time as a DJ and wedding singer. So I think he did make money that way. That makes sense. Um, But there is a lot of speculation on how he is able to, because he has the property in Tennessee, is a big piece of property in Tennessee. He has a property in Alabama. He's running the manor. He's Airbnb-ing. I don't know. He's doing haunted house Airbnb. I mean, that'd be smart. Um, so one other note about the emission process is the wait list. So I've heard everything from a 17,000 to 27,000 person wait list to go There's through the wait list for this. Yeah. Well, he's only doing, he's only doing one a week. Yeah. And... But people want to do this. Well, however, I don't believe that this is true. I think it's inflated okay. there it uh, is. just to get the popularity. So although he is only doing, like I said, one tour a week, especially at the height of its popularity, there was definitely a buzz about the place. So there was definitely people who were interested. I have heard way too many stories of people finding out about the manor, signing up, and getting a message from Russ just a few days later saying, like, somebody dropped out. Are you available to come this week? There there are two stories of that on the Hulu documentary alone. So Mm. I'm sure there are more. There are more than that. I'm almost positive he is just saying that there is a huge wait list just to like he's entertainment 720ing this bitch yeah yeah exactly. and we all know how that turned out yes so in 2017 uh along with the move to uh tennessee an announcement declared that anyone who makes it through mckamey manor's desolation would win twenty thousand dollars okay Russ claims that In no one has food? ever won the prize. <laughs> yeah, right? Russ claims that no one has ever won the prize or even come close, often quitting before even entering. However, according to the Nashville scene, there is no monetary reward for completing the attraction. The article pointed to Russ's liberal use of false promises, stories, and mental manipulation in the attraction itself as a reason that the money does not exist. The real haunted house is we're all slaves to capitalism and really would exactly. put ourselves through this for 10 hours to get $20,000. Yeah. Many people tap out of the experience while reading the waiver, overwhelmed by the implication that they may have their teeth pulled out without numbing, <gasps> have their head shaved, or be forced to swim with more eels. I'll talk about the waiver in a second. I, I, I would also tap out at None this point. None of those things ta- take place besides possibly the head shaving, which has happened a couple times. Still tapping out. 
And that leads many to believe that the money is also a lie. So, uh, I did mention that uh, many people have begged to stop this uh, once they get into it. And infamously, during the San Diego days of McKamey Manor, there was no way to get out of this experience. Russ was the only extreme haunt that did not use a safe word or safe phrase. And he was the one that would decide when you had had enough. Not his wife, who's doing the dishes in the back. Yeah. (laughs) Bless you. Thank you. I'm We're cutting it, it out. In. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to cut it out. I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> it's fine. Once the operation moved to Tennessee, and I guess after many, many complaints, the option for a safe word was added to the waiver, but um, you'll find with a bulk of the waiver that I'll talk about in a second, one of the last clauses gives Russ permission to ignore the safe word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and certain sections of the waiver also seemingly shame you if you choose to use the waiver. I'm sorry if you choose to use the safe word. Coward. <laughs> Basically, oh, uh, I mean, you're afraid. It all but said. It yeah, all but said. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the waiver. Uh, riddled with spelling mistakes, contradictory <laughs> statements, as well as repeated sections and extremely questionable legalese, the famous forty-plus page McCamey Manor waiver leaked online several years ago. Forty. Forty-plus. Yes. Uh, Russ's former partner, Carol Schultz, uh, worked at a law firm in the litigation department and helped draft the waiver. And unless Russ and a couple of middle schoolers went on afterwards to uh, work on it, I have many questions for Carol uh, as to how would this be legal or not. I'm I'm now I am now completely wondering if I should check all of the terms and conditions I've never read and see if this is the same. Exactly. Like, well, there was that there was that episode of uh, South Park. That was um, the human sentai pad where they're like, like the they're like, um, what's his name didn't read the terms and conditions of the new like Apple thing that would come up, and he uh, signed yes, which would agree him to be sewn into two other people. It was like human centipede thing. It's a hilarious episode. It's so good. Uh, It's the episode that they're working on during the six days to air documentary that's on uh, HBO. It's really good. Um, but yeah, so many terms and conditions. Well, you don't have to worry about that uh, mm-hmm. with this because every single tour starts out in a park with an alleged five-hour waiver ceremony. And this is where the participant sits with Russ and goes over every single statement on the waiver. And David Farrier said in Dark Tourist, quote, While the waiver intends to remove any liability for physical and mental damage carried out by Russ, I feel like this may be just part of the torture experience. Yeah. And I'm not going to read the entire thing. There are places online that will do that. And (laughs) I can share a copy of the waiver if you want to look at the whole thing. But I'm going to pull out some highlights because some of these are just fantastic. Yeah. So let's talk about this waiver. Participant agrees that if the police are called or appear on scene, that participant acknowledges that this is just a game. That's part of the waiver. Oh, okay. Participant are the police will playing act too? I don't know. Like, participant will act at all times in a civilized and reasonable manner. Oh, please. Which is hilarious because the people doing the torturing are not going to be doing that. Right. Participant fully understands that McKamey Manor is not a fight club and will refrain at all times from fighting the actors. And there and there will never be any talk about fight club. No. 
Participant was warned numerous times about the intensity of McKamey Manor by the owners and other members of the crew and that you, in all caps, you really don't want to do this. Uh, that seems to be the McKamey Manor, like, tagline is you really don't want to do this. They're right. He tries to, he tries to get the participants after after they tap out or after they go through the tour or whatever uh he has like a little testimonial from them and he really tries to hammer home from every single person to say you really don't want to do this what a narcissist what does he think this is girls gone wild yeah participant agrees and understands that your life in reality is not in danger and this is just a game and two lines later it says participant understands and agrees that they realize they are not being tortured and this is a game and there are a couple more lines that say pretty much the exact same thing. So you sit, you, you like open your eyes wide saying, okay, it's a 40 page waiver. Like that's intimidating. There are so many double statements or triple statements or quadruple statements of mm-hmm. the exact same thing. So I think he's just padding the waiver to make it more intimidating. Right. Yeah. God, this is so sad. A couple more participant agrees to and has full knowledge that if selected to visit the barber participant may leave mckamey manor completely bald including eyebrows uh-uh uh-uh yeah i won't do it no uh including i no. this is worse participant fully worse? understands and agrees that if they are selected to visit the dentist no. they may have a tooth extracted without novocaine and will not hold mckamey manor libel and it the word is liable but he wrote libel okay l-i-b-e-l oh he spelled so, libel right though not yeah. liable but he spelled libel right yeah there's a bunch of that in here that i don't know if this makes the waiver like null and void i did send the full waiver to my lawyer friend and said hey look over this and see if uh, there's any problems with this so um, when he gets back to me, I'll get back to you guys and see what he says. Um, another part, participant agrees that if selected, they could be buried alive under 12 feet of dirt and rock to which they will have a limited amount of air and they will have to figure out how to escape and they could possibly breathe in a significant amount of dust, dirt, or foreign objects that may cause death if participant does not breathe properly or hold their breath at the right time. Uh all right and so i don't i don't believe that's true i also don't believe uh the next two notes uh which are participant agrees to partake if selected to participate in a height stunt that involves walking a plank 25 feet above ground without a safety net and this next one is participant acknowledges and agrees to be submerged in 60 feet of open water i don't believe either of those things because i don't i saw the barn that he does these tours in there's no way for somebody to be walking 25 feet above the ground without a safety net and there's also nowhere for him to have 60 feet of open water yeah so uh, there's a bunch of this stuff that i think he's putting in to just make it sound scarier so that he's people kind of back out yeah he doesn't want to pay the twenty thousand dollars yeah Participant acknowledges and agrees that their breathing apparatus will be removed and that it is participants' responsibility to make their way to the surface on their own. If done incorrectly, there is a real chance of participant drowning or receiving decompression sickness, the bends, which could mm. cause permanent injury or even death. 
Participant what? agrees that if selected, they will come in contact with a variety of live poisonous animals. They're venomous, not poisonous. Mm-hmm. It is the participant's responsibility not to panic or agitate the animals. If participant is bitten, it is because the participant made a sudden movement within a confined, secured environment. That's that's not true. No. Um, no, that's not how this no. works. That's not how this works. Participant agrees and acknowledges that they are responsible, whether they quit an activity or not, for bringing all the equipment and materials back to the van. I just really like that one. Yep um because you, you have to up pack up yourself after <laughs> yeah pack in pack out this is national park rules um, take only memories leave only footprints <laughs> participant <laughs> agrees and understands that it is quite possible they may come in contact with raw sewage i'm Mm-mm. out no I'm out. no no participant fully understands that injuries may occur during their tour of mckamey manor which may include but not limited to head neck and back injuries what death, about stroke traumatic brain injury brain aneurysms cerebral or retinal hemorrhage subdural hematoma loss of consciousness whiplash harmful heart rate reactions nausea headaches dizziness lacerations broken or sprained bones torn ligaments bleeding wounds scrapes and or cuts heat stroke or drowning and does not hold mckamey manor responsible you know i was gonna make a kellis joke and honestly nah this is too fucked up yeah that's way too like participant fully understands and agrees that being scared having a panic attack etc does not count a serious injury (gasps) that's so i mean like you can cause yourself serious injury like and as a man who was in the navy you don't believe that ptsd is like a real thing exactly Participant fully understands and agrees that their tour may include the use of hypodermic needles, zappers, tasers, or dog shock collars. Uh, what? Participant fully understands and agrees that they may be fish hooked, which may inadvertently no. cause rippage to the <gasps> mouth area. Yep. No. Oh my god. These next few, these next few, I'm going through real quick. Participant fully understands and agrees that they may be bruised by paintballs. Participant fully understands and agrees that MK Ultra mind control may be used. Participant fully understands and agrees that water torture may be used. Participant fully understands and agrees a nail may pierce their hand. <gasps> Participant fully understands and agrees that their hand may be smashed with tools. Ah! Participant fully understands and agrees that their nails may be removed mm, from their nail beds. Mm, no. Participant fully understands and agrees that medication may be given that induces hallucinations or sedatives Aww. given in pill form or by hypodermic needle at McKamey Manor's mm, discretion. Mm. Participant oh, yeah. fully understands and agrees that they may be asked to ingest live bugs. Participant acknowledges mm. and agrees that they are agreeing to participate in McKamey Manor's extinction, which I guess was the tour at that at the time that this okay. uh, waiver was put out. Yeah. For up to 36 hours, <gasps> in which McKamey Manor is permitted to continue the game at any point in that 36-hour window. So I take that as I tap out at hour two, and then I go home, I take a shower, I'm in bed. Hour 17, someone comes to my house and kidnaps me <laughs> and takes me back. Absolutely That's how I'm interpreting not. it? No fucking no. No. Isn't that insane? No. You know what? I take back everything that I said. You should not you should be paying in dog food. Like absolutely yeah. not. This is oh yeah. 
Oh my god. Um so I mentioned before, this is a huge part of the whole experience and it's the video aspect. And Russ has admitted that the driving force behind running the manor is the video aspect. He said in the Haunters documentary, quote, I probably wouldn't do the haunt if I wasn't able to film it because I want the world to see what I'm doing, end quote. Oh uh, YouTuber that I watched that went into a, like a long, in-depth mm-hmm. kind of investigation into McKamey Manor, uh, his name is Wendigoon. Good name. He put it nicely. <laughs> yeah, it's good. He put it nicely in his video uh, where he said, quote, his interest becomes less about the haunted house itself and more about the presentation of it end quote so he's okay. not so worried about what actually happens at the manor so much as how it is being portrayed and shown to the public so i i do believe that he's taking a bunch of stuff out of the videos and he's showing some of the parts that he thinks uh best represent uh kind of the terrifying situation he said in um one of the documentaries that he likes to film people like two to three inches away from their face like uh-uh. as close as possible to see like the actual fear on somebody's face when you see blair witch once yeah no, no so no, no. russ records every single moment of the participants time of the matter with a small handheld camera and i believe now he has also a, like a gopro like on a oh, come hat on. or something so after the experience, the same camera captures testimonials from each exhausted, mentally frayed customer. Russ edits these together into videos posting on the Manor's website and the YouTube channel to spread evidence of the extreme nature of the haunt and to recruit new visitors. In a petition to close down the attraction, Liam Denver said, quote, he refuses to release full videos to the public as well as the participants and admits to giving massively toned down, quote unquote, sissy tours to bloggers and reporters, end quote. Still not enough. And I would, I would tend to agree with this because if you watch the Dark Tourist episode, um, he lets David Ferrier go before even getting to the the manor right. like during the during the kidnapping phase david taps out and he's like no i'm i this is too much i'm not doing mm. it um there i have heard other reports of people like he's he doesn't let people back out mm-hmm. and the person that david farrier was doing the tour with was somebody who actually like signed up for it and was like wanted to do this um he shows um clips of his tour throughout the episode and he taps out pretty quickly as well um, after being held underwater for several minutes. Right. Um, in other v- videos, when it wasn't being put into a documentary and it wasn't intended to go out to like anything past the website and the, the YouTube channel, mm-hmm. uh, Russ does not let people tap out that quickly. And he continues the torture after people have said no. But in the Dark Tourist episode, he lets him go. Well, yeah, he's on camera now yeah um so without without the release of unedited videos there's no way to fully verify claims from participants that their safe word was ignored and that they were tormented well past what is acceptable or that coercion played a part in their post experience testimonials as such russ avoids lawsuits and charges despite one visitor claiming that his experience went further than advertised and further than is advertised in the video for the promotional stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and we'll get into a couple controversies because as you can expect with a place like this there are many controversies mm-hmm. in 2015 so this is when the matter was still in san diego Amy Milligan told the San Diego Union Tribune that Russ McCamey cut the most brutal moments of her tour out of her featured video in the Manor's YouTube channel. She said the actors in the haunt pushed her head underwater repeatedly while she begged them to stop the show. And she was ignored. Oh, my God. Yeah. Laura Hertz Brotherton also came forward with her own negative experience at the Manor in 2016, claiming Russ purposely made her torture worse due to him finding out that she had had an affair (gasps) um yeah it was also said in the hulu doc as well as some youtube exposes that russ would go harder on people who were ex or active military just to kind of throw his weight around and show that like he could beat up these like military men what the fuck um as well as anyone who had a tour um, when he was in a new relationship, because Russ would uh, often go harder on people to kind of impress a woman yeah. that he was with. God, yeah, what a loser. Yeah. So in the aftermath, um, Brotherton drove herself to the hospital for treatment due to her injuries. Mm-hmm. She told the Nashville scene, quote, I was waterboarded. I was tased. I was whipped. I was repeatedly hit in the face as hard as a man could hit a woman. Oh, my quote. God. She also claimed that Russ threatened to sue her for $50,000 if she did not give a positive exit testimony. So if you watch her video, she has like, I mean, didn't have like a great time, but like she's like kind of a little bit more lighthearted in her exit testimonial than would seem after this. Yeah, because she just wants to fucking get out of there. Yeah, exactly. I also don't know how he could get away with uh suing her for fifty thousand dollars like i don't understand sounds to me uh, like more of that legal grandstanding that he was doing in the uh liability yeah but waiver. also after being waterboarded tased and whipped uh i don't care if you threaten to sue me fifty thousand dollars i just want to get out of this fucking situation so i'll say whatever you want me to say mm-hmm. yep so rust defended aspects of the san diego's locations tours due to the participants agreeing to the no safe word policy back then Russ also claimed participants are not only warned multiple times about the matter's operations, but are also vetted through various means, like I mentioned before. Mm -hmm. Russ reiterates, quote, you have to go through long screening processes through our Facebook admins. You have to make a sports physical that's current. You have to have a background check. You have mental evaluations to understand uh, that their absolute limit is and it's time to cease operations. This is a game. This experience is solely for entertainment, so we don't want to hurt somebody physically or mentally, end quote. And I would argue, and so did um, therapists and uh, professionals in the Hulu doc, they talked about how it doesn't matter if you're being, if you agreed to the situation and you are being waterboarded for Mm -hmm. entertainment purposes, you're being waterboarded and your brain doesn't mm-hmm. understand that you're not dying. Mm-hmm. So you are giving somebody mental distress. Yes. Like whether you think it's a joke or not, like you are causing this person mental distress. Yes. So I don't understand. I don't understand how you as somebody who is in the military does not understand that. I, I don't get it i don't know that he doesn't is the issue so he said that no matter what the waiver guest sign says uh whether in san diego or somerton somerton summertown russ um 
really does not want to get uh, police or hospitals involved and said that like, if I did something wrong, there would be lawsuits and I would be in jail. I wouldn't be doing this because torture is not legal. I don't care what you sign. You're not allowed to torture somebody. End quote. Uh, I get that, but that's what you're fucking doing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there's also been some controversies uh, with people that have worked for Russ. So employees of McKamey Manor used to include high school students. Uh, you could see that in the Haunters documentary. They interviewed a couple of the kids who would come over after school and just do the the kind of haunts that like they jump out and, and scare somebody. Um, and get like their faces like painted with like f- fake blood and stuff mm-hmm. like that, just like a regular home. Yeah. Home. Um, but now the people that work for him mostly consist of former participants uh, who just like really enjoyed the the tours and wanted to uh, do the same for other people, and Russ himself. And in recent years, particularly after the pandemic, I believe it has been mostly russ uh with very little outside help he said in interviews like during the pandemic that he didn't really have to follow too many restrictions because he was a one-man show um i think the new tour that he's doing called descent is much more um not so much torture as much as manual labor type uh stuff it's hard to tell what he's doing now if he's even doing stuff now because i don't think anything has been added to the youtube channel since like 2019 i can look it up i can tell you yeah. in real time because this uh, is so this anyway, dude shouldn't have a career i'm sorry yeah i think the last video i think was just the trailer for like the new tour that he was planning on doing and not like an actual participant uh video I don't know. That's I watched the so YouTube channels a yeah. while ago, so I don't remember. Um, but anyway, together, um, organizers create, operate, and film the haunted attraction. None of them, however, have any training to recognize when a person needs assistance during a stressful experience that they're being put through. Yeah. Um, as quoted in The Guardian in 2015, an employee, Andrew Sweeney, said he liked the job because he can let out his aggression on the participants, including ripping out hair with his bare hands no. or jamming visitors' faces into water. No. No. Yeah. No. It shouldn't be to let no. out aggression. No, that's not an appropriate way to let out aggression. You go to one no. of those rooms where you break shit like everybody else. Exactly. Like, No. In the same article, another employee, Ryan Lawrence, admitted that he can take things pretty far, saying, quote, I'm the enforcer. I'm here to make sure no one makes it out. I get carried away. I don't really have a line, end quote. Later in the article, he admits to having a grudge against a participant named Christina Buster, who spent the previous year taunting the manor's employees prior to her visit. She was like taunting them online or whatever. Mm-hmm. In response, Ryan said, quote, I'm going to tear that girl apart. I'll drag her by her bald head. No one is leaving with eyebrows today. What the fuck? No. And Christina did indeed have her head shaved <gasps> during her experience. What a fucking asshole. That's premeditated. Yep. Exactly. A Facebook page called The Truth About McKinney Manor suggested that hiring people who are in it for the aggression means that attention paid to possible dangerous scenarios, such as visitors losing consciousness, enduring panic attacks, or experience dry drowning, may fall by the wayside because they're just focused on the actual torture of it. Yeah. 
One petition to shut down the attraction even claims that workers have histories of assault, making one wonder if those alleged employees would actually even attempt to help someone if they even knew how. I think no. In the Haunters documentary, there is a scene where Russ is um, is surrounded by potential employees that he's kind of interviewing. And later on, while he's driving away from uh, the like the talk with everybody, he mentions to the camera how one or two of them had a history of violence, like felonies. They talked about one of them had a felony for hitting a cop and <sighs> that he would look into it before hiring them, but never said that that would be a reason to not hire them. Mm. Although in the waiver, you have to sign to participate in McKamey Manor. A line that I didn't read is that you have never been convicted of a felony. What? what yeah the i and while i i fully support anyone who has made it through the justice system made it through the legal system to get a job you're gonna say i fully support anybody who's hit a cop no i mean what did the cop do but anyway um i fully support if you've been through the legal system just because you've been to jail you deserve just because you've been to prison a fair shot does not mean you should not have a job yeah but maybe a job where you're actually performing torture is not the right job yeah i think that's fair maybe you can like collect the do clerical work yes yeah <laughs> yeah let's let's start with something else besides actually doing torture right um so as you can imagine there has been several petitions to shut down mckamey matter in late 2019 frankie towery began a petition to get McKamey Manor shut down and moved out of Summertown. He alleges that there are um, large waiver participants that have signed, uh, sorry, that the large waiver participant sign has multiple typos, including the misspelling, like I said, of liable and libel, and <laughs> which makes it void. Hell um, it yeah. also alleges, I don't know if that's true. Again, but I, I asked my lawyer it. friend, I'm going to have him look into it. It also alleges that those who use the newly implemented safe word remain under duress long after the word has been deployed. Mm -hmm. It does say somewhere in the waiver, I forget where, that you can use the safe word, but um, when you use the safe word, the torture will de-escalate like slowly yeah. so you're still being tortured. Like it's not it doesn't yeah. like it's not hands off as soon as you say it. Yeah. And it, and, and the show stops. It's like if you're on a roller coaster and you get to the top you still have to go back down yeah that's what their their logic is exactly it's but not there good are logic. other mckamey manor is not the only like extreme haunt there's one i think there's one called blackout that the participant and the people performing the haunt are all nude oh, like you have to be no. nude to go in naked yeah. and afraid it's pretty crazy exactly um but the, all of those all of those other ones have safe words. Yeah. That the minute you say it, lights are on, everything stops. Because that's how like, it should be. Yes, exactly. So in Tennessee, the law states that one can remove their consent at any time after providing it. So footage surfacing of Russ ignoring a safe word or revoking their consent is a violation of the law. So and he puts up. these online himself on the website and on the, the YouTube page. As admitted by Russ himself, the footage he releases is edited and no other recording equipment is allowed during the experience. So like when Dark Tourist mm. was doing um, their episode, Russ kind of waved their cameras away 
And then they used the footage that he captured that I guess he gave them from his like helmet cam. Okay. Yeah. The petition further alleges that people leave with broken bones and other mental and physical conditions, including one man who supposedly passed out and that attempts to oversee the attraction's legality um, stumble due to lack of payment from visitors, as well as the fact that the manor does not have a legal, legal designation as a business. Uh, I'm not loving yeah. that. Yeah. So it's not listed as a business. And uh, I guess the legality of like people are not paying for this service. So he doesn't have to call it a business because they're doing a donation of like dog food. So oh it's not God. a payment. This is how he gets away from the IRS. Well, this is how he gets away from legal repercussions. Yes, but also I think he's I a mean, very smart man. Brings down legal repercussions, also. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He's he a very smart. He's a very smart man because he knows how to avoid mm, repercussions. Smart and manipulative, not the same thing. That's true. Yeah. This is a very manipulative man. Make no mistakes, yes. ladies. Yes, 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 yes. And there, uh, watch the, the Hulu documentary. I'm getting into the pop culture side now. So the Hulu documentary is called Monster Inside, America's Most Extreme Haunted House. Came out October 12th of this year. It, as of right now, has an 84% audience score, no actual Rotten Tomatoes score, and a 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb. And the description is... That it follows the story of Russ McCamey, the Navy veteran turned master of horror who lures horror enthusiasts into his web. And you can watch it on Hulu. It is much more about Russ McCamey himself rather than the actual haunt, Mm -hmm. like the haunted house aspect of it. It was fine. It was good. Um, I much preferred the other one, which is called Haunters, the Art of the Scare. Okay. It came out in 2017. It has 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes with nine ratings uh, as like the critics rating. Uh, 81% audience score, 65% on Google, and a 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. And the description is, quote, Haunters is a heartwarming and heart-stopping documentary about people who sacrifice everything to create the most popular and polarizing haunted houses for Halloween, from boo scare mazes to controversial new subculture of extreme terror experiences, end quote. So uh, McKamey Manor is not the focus of the the doc. Like, it's definitely a featured part of it. Uh Um, But it's also about people who do their own like home haunts and stuff it's a very good documentary okay and good for you because you can watch it for free on tubi voodoo plex amazon prime pluto and roku so it's free in so many places uh definitely good to watch and yeah the music featured in the doc is by a duo called dead man's bones which is ryan gosling (gasps) and zach shields oh yeah how do they know each other i don't know well they do music together that's and Wild. all the music in the doc is their music, which I thought was really interesting. That's so interesting. Yeah. Highly recommend. Again, free. Tubi, Voodoo, Plex, Amazon Prime, Pluto, Roku. Uh, you could also watch, like I mentioned several times, Dark Tourist Season 1, Episode 8, Back in the USA. Mm. It has a 7 out of 10 on IMDb. You can watch it on Netflix. Um, there's several stories within that episode and the McKamey matter section, I believe is the last section. Okay. Still good. There's also, um, a doc series that I think McKamey matter was like a featured 
in a featured episode. I couldn't really find it specifically. It's called Halloween Craziest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out in 2013. Uh, it's a travel channel thing. Uh, but I think you can watch it on Discovery Plus and HBO, possibly. Okay. There's also um, a doc from the Travel Channel called Making Monsters that came out in 2011. I can't find anywhere to watch it besides Travel Channel. Mm-hmm. And I don't have access to Travel Channel, so I can't see um, what about McKamey Manor is featured on there. But it said it was online. Um, and that's it. Besides my palate cleanser, which I'm sorry... Uh, there's a lot to cleanse with this episode. I was gonna say. And I don't think, I don't think my palate cleanser is really gonna hit, but it makes me happy. Then that's what matters. Um, it does because I had to research this and watch all these torture videos. True. Um, when I went on, uh, my trip to New England this uh, past week or so ago, two weeks ago, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, when we were in Salem, uh, I went with Elliot. And um, my best friend and her partner. Okay. And hi, James. Hi, Kay. Hi James. <laughs> and um, we passed a jewelry store that had a sign outside that said they did the permanent jewelry. Yeah. The one that they like weld onto your wrist. Yeah. I so do I got those. a permanent bracelet. Fuck. Oh, that's so cool. It was expensive. And it is expensive. It is expensive, but, but it's, it's worth it. so nice. And it's permanent. I really like it. It's permanent. They they like it's like a chain. Yeah. That they take off like at a very specific like point and then they they zap it so it like welds mm-hmm. like together. So there's no clasp on it. It's just a, like a little chain on your wrist. Yeah. And I really, really enjoy it. No, those are so cool. I want to go get one so bad. I've been getting ads yeah. for months. I'm so jealous. This is so cool. Yeah. So I got that. Um, uh, I got this because we went to Salem on me and Elliot's 15th anniversary. Mm-hmm. So I want to get like two more for like five and ten and then get one every five years <gasps> oh i love right? that isn't that cute yeah. even though ellie didn't get one just Kay and i got it we got friendship <laughs> bracelets um you and still, Kay can like get the, the bracelets for your anniversary it's okay exactly well we've been Kay and i've been together longer than ellie and i've been together and that's that's the tea Kay and i just celebrated 25 years oh of friendship God, that's amazing yeah so uh yeah permanent bracelet there's uh, the one that we got was like in Salem proper. Mm-hmm. It was expensive. There are other places that I've seen like down the shore. Yeah. There are like cheaper places. So like I would like to do that. It's not something that's like going into your skin. So I'm not worried about like high paying something like it's they just got to zap it on there. Right. And if you so, really do want to get it removed, you can either a lot of these places offer removals or you can cut it. I was about you to say straight, or I you can straight cut up it. rip this off my I could straight up rip this off my wrist if I really wanted to, yeah. but I don't because I no, love it. It's cute. It's so cute. And it and the whole yeah. point is it withstands everything, so you shouldn't need to. Like Yeah, you shouldn't need to. Mine's mine's white gold. It's beautiful. I love it. Uh, uh you can get little charms and shit yeah! on it. I did not. I really wanted to shout out the store that I got it from, but when I went, I don't remember the name of it, and when I went on um, Maps to look it up, I guess it's new because uh, Google Maps does not have it listed, oh. and then I like went on Street View to see like if I could see the street sign of it, and I can't find it, but it is, it is a store on like a cobblestone street right next to the front of Town Hall. Okay. So it's... If you're looking at Town Hall, it is on the right. It is two doors down. And there's there should be like a sandwich board sign outside that says they do permanent jewelry. Hell the yeah. woman there was so nice. I loved it. 
um yeah and highly recommend i love this this is so fun cute yeah. oh my cat loves it too somebody just <gasps> my cat just, back my cat just walked out mine just made an activation yeah. noise which can only mean one thing dinner time no i mean it better the fuck not be because it's not time yet they got another All thing right. coming well it is very late here so and we're gonna sign off now yeah that's fine we're on facebook instagram twitter uh we have a website crime culture podcast.tumblr.com that is our website you can email us crime culture pod at gmail.com you can reach out pretty much anywhere of those to get the link to our discord which is super fun we share good news we share pictures of our pets we share arts and crafts we share uh i do spoiler alerts mm -hmm. uh the day before episodes and we've had so much fun of people trying to guess what the episode is going to be based on my spoiler and uh it's really fun when somebody gets it yeah autumn it's just also got fun her, when her first gets one it. correct <laughs> yeah autumn just got her first one correct hell she yeah keeps like every single spoiler she's like okay is it this is it this finally got uh one correct that i was so happy about um we're proud of yeah, all it's of a our fun children time. we're proud of all of our children and make sure if you are part of our secret satan gift exchange that yes. you get your secret satan gift out and if you need uh a suggestion for a gift not just for secret satan but christmas is sadly going to come faster than we all want it to um you can go to cosmicgreencandles.com and use code CRIMECULTURE mm -hmm. for 10% off. They have the most delicious Really, scents. really I great. I love Cosmic Green Candles. <laughs> not, Elliot loves them. And he's not saying this under duress. That's the thing. It's No. Their candles literally are genuinely walked up behind me good. to say that he loves it. Yes. They are so good. And if you don't get one, I'm judging you a little bit. <laughs> And Such we don't want, yeah, we don't want that. No. No one wants that. And they have, they have uh, a little, they have a box of four smaller candles that are the fall discovery set. Mm. There's the spookery, spooky set. And they also have like a Christmassy, wintry set too, of four different scents. So I you get should, four candles. I should do that just because I've been rationing my candles that i got a couple of years ago my halloween candles because i loved the scent mm -hmm. so much that i didn't want to get rid of it one of my good friends a couple christmases ago i gave all of my friends candles from cosmic green candles um and one of my friends still talks about how bummed she is that she burned it because she loved it so burned quickly it yeah and then she was like they I also burn like since. a dream. They burn fantastically they burn fantastically and if you are bad at candle care she includes a little card of mm -hmm. like what's the proper way to burn the candle how long should you burn it mm -hmm. for like how how tall should the wick be like absolutely like we love dummies it. guide to candles we love a small business perfect cosmicgreencandles.com use code crime culture for 10 percent off yes. we don't know how long the code will be up so use it liberally use it use it now before you lose it exactly um we will shout them out throughout the whole month. Spooktober is brought to you by Cosmic Green Candles. Yeah. Um, I'm down with that. And a couple of our longstanding patrons may mm -hmm. have received a little package in the mail. Oh, no. Is it from Santa? Oh, no. Is it from Satan? Is it from, Satan? <laughs> is it from Satan? 
Also, if you did receive a package and you have my address, please don't bomb my house. <laughs> please don't swat Haley. Love you. Please don't swat me. I love you so much. Please. The, the post office would not let me leave it blank. Uh, yeah. So enjoy your little gift. Um, and we love you. And at this point, we're going to see you on Thursday. <gasps> Okay, bye. Oh, what are we going to talk about? Bye. bye.